I am vengeance. I am the night. I am Matthew Barris here. And this is Sunday, June 22nd, 2023. And welcome to Enter the Bat Cave. It is 746 at the time of this recording. And got me some uh, cookies here. Yep, Atkins cookies. Having a little snack here. Of course, this is on a day where I don't eat meals. I just mostly do... Um, yeah, this is where I just mostly do liquids. But I am allowed snacks, so... Mm. Mm. Oh, this is good. Mm. Mm. Real good. And today we're doing a fantasy casting episode. Yeah, we're doing a fantasy casting for the 1989 Punisher movie. And this movie was, of course, uh, filmed in 1980. Nine, but and it was released everywhere in in theaters except in the United States. Um, you know, was it released in uh, Europe and Asia and all other countries? Although, um, well, actually, Sweden is the only country in Europe that wasn't it wasn't released in theaters. You know. Um, and it also wasn't released in South Africa. And it didn't come out on on VHS until uh, April 25th of 1981 here in the United States. So that's when it was released on video. And let's see. And of course, um, I've seen the movie uh, dozens of times, you know, um, first time I watched it was on television on UPN 38, uh, back when they used to show uh, action movies late at night, and after that, I was, um, I was watching, well, I rented it from uh, Blockbuster, I think I rented it twice. From Blockbuster. Yeah, I rented it twice from Blockbuster. Then I got it on DVD. I still have the original DVD. And then um, several weeks ago, I got it on Blu-ray. I got the um, Punisher DVD release. Yeah, DVD and Blu-ray, which has the... Um, Unrated cut, and also has the uh, gold black work print. Yep, the uh, work, the original uh, work print copy of the Punisher. And on the Blu-ray, there was um, yeah, there was an interview that Mark 
Blunt gave, I mean, Goldblunt gave, and in the interview, he said that that uh, Dolph Lundgren wasn't the original person they had in mind for the Punisher. There was two other people that were in mind for the Punisher. Um, one was actually rumored to be considered for the role, but um, uh, but it turns out it wasn't true. And also, uh, one female actress uh, who had gone to become a superstar was also initially cast for for a role in there. And so um, we're going to be talking about that. And also there's also one actor who um, not too many people might not think of as being cast in The Punisher, but uh, I could probably see him in that role. Um, and of course, I'll talk about that. And before I go further on into the episode, um, you can also find my um, my commentary on the uh, 1989 Punisher movie on Wisdom. Go to wisdom.com. Uh, um, yeah, the Wisdom app. And uh, for my Superhero Sunday show, uh, I did I did a watch along and did a commentary for that film. And um, yeah, and I and I enjoyed it. Uh, I actually watched the unrated version of it, which was uh, pretty cool. You know, got to break down you know certain scenes and what have you, and. Pretty soon, I'm also going to be um, doing a watch-along for, um, yeah, I'm going to be doing a watch-along for the uh, work print. Yeah, the work print version of that um, of that TV. I'm mean, sorry, of that movie, so make sure you all tune in for that. And also... Uh, I just did an episode where I read uh, Night Stalkers issues number 9 and 10. And uh, despite having, you know, uh, my sinus bother me, I, I did manage to get through the episode. And uh, next Sunday, I'll be reading the first issue of The Incredible Hulk. Yep. I'll be reading the, um, yeah, I'll be reading the first issue of The Incredible Hulk. Uh, I got a, a re-released, uh, version of the first issue of The Incredible Hulk from the 60s, uh, a couple weeks ago, and I will be reading it on Superhero Sunday next Sunday at 1pm, so make sure you all tune in for that. And now, having said all that... We're going to get right into the episode. Okay, so first we're going to start off with the role of the Punisher. Ah, take my last swig of milk here. 
the roll of the Punisher was first considered for Christopher Lambert. And Christopher Lambert was considered was a pretty high in demand actor after the first Highlander movie. Um, before Highlander, he was also in Luke Besson's um, Subway in 1985, and that was a you know a critically acclaimed uh, French film. And actually, looking at the um, you know, looking here at his filmography, it turns out that uh, Highlander was his first uh, English-speaking uh, film here. Yeah, it was uh, the first Highlander movie. That's, of course, is where we first heard the epic words, There can be only one. And then after... Highlander, he went on to do uh, some more uh, French and, uh, and English films. Um, you know, of course, he was in um, he was in the French film "I Love You," uh, French Italian drama. He was also in uh, the Sicilian um, as Salvatore Giuliano. Um, and then to kill a priest, uh, the other film, Why Me, and then would also go on to do uh, Highlander 2, um, did one episode of Highlander the series as his character, Connor, and then was in uh, Highlander 3, The Sorcerer, and... We'll also go on to be in The Hunted and, of course, as Lord Raiden in the first Mortal Kombat movie. And, you know, he was in a bunch of, um, you know, action films and uh, <clears throat> for a while. And even started in the, the last Highlander movie, Highlander Endgame. Yep, he was in that. And also for comic book Fans, uh, they might remember him best as Methodius in Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance, which was the sequel to the first Ghost Rider movie with Nicolas Cage. Uh, and has uh, also done some other films as well, and even did uh, six, even did six episodes as Marcel. Uh, Javier, aka the Chameleon, on NCIS Los Angeles in 2012, uh, 2013. Um, Christopher Lambert as uh, the Punisher. Uh, I can't see it. I mean, great actor. I mean, Mortal, the first Mortal Kombat movie is uh, one of my favorites, and I loved him in that. And uh, I just can't see him. I cannot see him as, you know, the Punisher. I cannot see him as uh, Frank Castle. Um, I think it's also because of the voice, too. Yeah, I think it's the voice and, uh, you know, nothing about him says, you know, Punisher. You know, like a deep, brooding, bad.
podcasts. Um, sorry, I, you know, I just can't, I can't see him in that role. <clears throat> and the next person that was considered for the role of the Punisher was Steven Seagal. Yep, Steven Seagal. And this movie was filmed in 1989. And I'm here on um, Wikipedia. Let's see. Um, yeah, this movie was released, uh, first released in West Germany on October 5th, 1989. Uh, so this was also a few months after the first uh, Batman movie with Michael Keaton. And... Uh, Seagal... Of course, uh, he had been in the movie industry um, by, by this time. Uh, mostly behind the, behind the scenes. You know, on television shows and what have you. He was actually the um, stuff coordinator in uh, the 1982 film The Challenge, uh, which is a you know, which is a great uh, you know, which is a good martial arts movie, which stars uh, Toshiro Mifune and Scott Glenn. Uh, he was also the martial arts um, instructor uh, for. The James Bond film Never Say Never Again. Uh, well, he was uncredited in there, and um, and he accidentally broke uh, Sean Connery's wrist. Ouch! And he also worked on another uh, James Bond film, which was A View to Kill, and uh, that one, of course, was the final James Bond movie. To feature uh, Roger Moore. And he was the uh, choreographer for that film. And it wasn't until 1988 that he was in Above the Law. Oh, actually I thought Above the Law came out in 89. Well, so I guess Above the Law came out in uh, 88. Okay. Uh... So Above the Law came... Came out in April of 1988, April 8th. And his next film, Hard to Kill. Yeah, that was the one where he, um, yeah, that was the, yeah, that was the one movie that, uh, you know, where he took on, uh, the, the guys who killed his, uh, wife. And his son. Um, that was. Let's see. That was released in. February 9th, 1990. So that was after the Punisher film. Um, and you know. I could definitely see him playing the Punisher. I mean. Um. You know, I can definitely see him playing the Punisher, especially with his martial arts background, you know, at that time, you know, in Aikido. Yeah, the Aikido, Karate, and Judo, which is his, um, which are his main martial arts, though. He mostly uses, used the uh, Aikido 
in his, um, you know, in his films. And, of course, this was all before the, um, you know, the allegations um, came out against him. You know, we all know about the, uh, the rape uh, elevations, you know, sexual abuse, sexual harassment, and, um, and what have you. But uh, at that time, uh, not too many people would be surprised if uh, Steven Seagal had been um, cast as the Punisher, you know, because he was really developing a, you know, a following right after, um, right after Above the Law, and so that was so that's a person um, I would have considered for the role of uh, Frank Castle there. And finally, another person that was rumored, well, actually not finally, I have one more person. Uh, another person that was uh, rumored for the role of the Punisher was Michael Kevin Perry. Uh, I hope I pronounced the, the last name uh, right. Um yeah, yeah, I think it's Perry. Uh, his father is of uh, French French Canadian um, ancestry, and around this time he had had a bit of a following himself in films. Uh, he was in, of course, Eddie and the Cruisers parts one and two. He was in uh, Streets of Fire, which is uh, a really which really bombed at the box office, but uh, you know it had, but it is also. Um, known as well, you know, a little bit of a cult following with that one, and the Philadelphia Experiment, which also came out the same year as uh, Streets of Fire, and, <clears throat> and he would go on, and he was also in the uh, action film uh, Instant Justice, um, and then was also in Space Rage, and he would go on to do a bunch of... Uh, B-level uh, action films. And of course, uh, the Punisher 80, 89 film is a B-movie, but it's considered a great B-movie. And, um, and of course, he has denied that he was ever up for the role of the, of the Punisher. And Michael Perry... Mm, Let's see, you know, uh, I don't know if I would, maybe, po actually, I think possibly could have played the Punisher in, in that movie, um, yeah, I think he could have, uh, played that, also, the noise in the background, uh, my mom is testing the fire alarm, so, sorry if, uh, noise there uh turns you off sorry about that and um but yeah he was um yeah he was uh but yeah but he was uh but yeah he was a good good actor uh, st uh still is a good actor he has uh you know he's still in the industry today uh but uh maybe he could have played the punisher yeah i think he could have uh um, play the Punisher in, um, in that film, and, 
And of course, uh, also in most of his films, he was mostly playing the hero as well. So, um, yeah, he played cops, he played heroes and soldiers, and, uh, you know, he was typecast as a, you know, kind of as a macho man, you know, and so, um, so yeah, we, so he might have been able to play the Punisher. And finally, uh, another person, now this person I threw in, um, and I think uh, at that time he could have played the Punisher because uh, he was in uh, big movies, uh, box office films, and uh, he was, um, you know, he was pretty, you know, he was pretty much in demand. And of course, uh, I'm talking about Charlie Sheen, and and I know what a lot of you are thinking: what Charlie Sheen? And well, this was uh, Charlie Sheen. You know, um, you know the acclaimed actor. Of course, this was Charlie Sheen before, um, you know, before all the drugs and sex, and then the craziness, and then of course uh, allegations of rape and um, and abuse. Um, and Charlie. Sheen uh, at this time was pretty high in demand thanks to uh, the films uh, Platoon and Wall Street. Uh, he was also in Young Guns as well uh, around this time in the 80s. And so he was, uh, so he did do some action films. I mean, he did some uh, dramas as well, but, uh, you know, and but he did prove that he could do action films. You know he was also in Red Dawn as Matt Eckert. Um, he was in uh, Platoon. Of course, that was more of a drama than a than an action movie. I guess you could say action drama. And uh, he was also in the film uh, No Man's Land, where he played an undercover cop. And uh, you can catch him in that film as well. And and of course, uh, he also was also in uh, in the uh, baseball film uh, Eight Men Out, which uh, told. Which told the story of the uh, the Black Sox, who um, who of course threw the World Series, and and Charlie Sheen, you know, I mean, that's somebody that I could have seen as uh, going from you know going from being the um you know from being nice guy frank castle you know the family man police detective to like the vigilante you know i can definitely see it in him you know because um you know because i you know because he would also go on to play uh, cuz not only did he play a cop in um in no man's land but uh he would also go on to play Cop in the 1990 film The Rookie with um, with Clint Eastwood, and of course he was also 
in uh, Navy SEALs. Yep, you can catch him in that film. And was also in the um, action film uh, parody. Parody films uh, Hot Shots and, um, and also Hot Shots 2 Part Dukes. And uh, that's a guy that I could definitely have seen as a, um, you know, as the Punisher. And he would also go on to be in other action films such as Terminal Velocity. He would go on to be in, um, well, also the thriller uh, Shadow Can, yeah, Shadow Conspiracy. Uh, he also starred in the uh, in the film No Con No Code of Conduct with his uh, father uh, Mart yeah with his father um, Martin Sheen and let's see and also he was um, yeah and he would also go on to play uh, President Rathrock in. Machete Kills, which is the uh, sequel to uh, Machete with, um, yeah, with, oh, what's his name? Um, oh, Danny Trejo. Yeah, Danny Trejo. <laughs> Tip of the tongue there. And... Oh, and yeah, that's one of the person I would have considered uh, for the role if they weren't able to get um, if they weren't able to get uh, Dolph Lundgren. Now, out of those three, uh, well, I should say out of those uh, four, I should say, out of those four uh, characters to play uh, the Punisher, mm, I would go with uh, Charlie Sheen. Yeah, I would definitely go with uh, Charlie Sheen for the role. I think, um, I think, actually I would go with Steven Seagal. Yeah, Steven Seagal I would go with, sorry. Uh, I would definitely go with Steven Seagal. I think uh, Steven Seagal would have been the perfect match because uh, he also has the martial arts background and uh, he was also a good gunslinger too. If you look at uh, the films where, you know, he was a cop, uh, you know, he was pretty good with a gun. You know, especially the part in, um, what was it, uh, Mark for Death, where, um, where the, you know, the bad guy, he says, like, well, you think you can kill me? I'm a made man. And Seagal, uh, takes out the gun and shoots him, and he says, God made man. <laughs> yeah, that was a, that was a good line there. But uh, yes, Steven Seagal, I would, uh, I would definitely have considered for the role. You know, um, I mean, Charlie Sheen would have brought probably brought in uh, a much bigger box office because, you know, um, he had done Platoon and he done um, Wall Street, and you know, he was, um, you know, it was pretty high in demand, you know, in terms of uh, box office, but. Uh, Steven Seagal, I think, uh, would have been a much better, um, was, maybe would have been a much better fit. And plus at that time, you know, his star was on the rise and, um, 
you know, it would have further enhanced his, um, you know, his legacy, which is, of course, now shattered. And next, um, we have for the role of Samantha. Yep, Samantha Sam Larry, which was played by uh, Nancy Everhard. Uh, for this one, I picked <coughs> Nicole Kidman. Uh, Nicole Kidman, uh, at this time, she was, um, she initially was cast for, uh, for the movie. Um, it says so right here on Wikipedia. And Nicole Kidman at this time, um, you know, wasn't a, that big of an international star. I mean, she was still uh, mostly doing films in Australia. And um, yeah, she was mostly just doing movies in, um, and TV shows in Australia. And... Uh, her big, well, one of the movies that, um, yeah, one of the movies that, uh, you know, that she was known for at the, well, two of them that she was known for at the time was Emerald City and, uh, the film Dead Calm, which she co-starred with, uh, Billy Zane. And... And also before then, she was in BMX uh, Bandits, which was, um, you know, which is kind of a cult, um, yeah, which is kind of a cult film there. And uh, she was also in the movie uh, Shadow Masters. I'm um, oh, sorry. Uh, Night. Wait, is that? Oh yeah, sorry. She was also in uh, Night Masters, which was a television film in Australia, and uh, you know had a lot of martial arts and and stuff in it. And <clears throat> I saw a little bit of the film, and it was actually it's actually pretty good. You know, I mean, not bad for a um, yeah, not. Bad for Australian uh, television. Um, for Australian television film. And uh, of course that came out in 88. So that was the year before The Punisher was made. And... And of course it wasn't until she was in Days of Thunder with uh, her soon-to-be ex-husband Tom Cruise that uh, she became... A big international star, especially um, you know in the United States, and then would go on to be in the films uh, *Flirting*, *Billy*, *Bathgate*, uh, *Far and Away*, *Malice*, and of course for us uh, comic book superhero fans in *Batman Forever* and *Aquaman*. So, and she'll also be in the sequel too, Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. So she'll be back as Queen Atlanta. So uh, make sure you all tune in 
for that. And, you know, her playing the role of, um, playing the role of Sam, uh, I could possibly see that role, especially in the, um, in, in the work print version, uh, where they do the operation, yeah, the drug bus operation, and, uh, you know, she plays the... You know the rookie and plain clothes. Uh, she placed, you know, the hooker. Um, she, I think she would have been a little more convincing than um, Nancy Everhart. And uh, Nancy Everhart did a pretty good job in the movie, but uh, I think Nicole Kidman would have done a much better job as um, uh, would have done a much better job in the role. You know, I mean, she would have been able to sex up the role a little bit. And, yeah, that's who I would pick. And no, uh, nothing really I would want, um, yeah, nothing else I would really want to change about the film. You know, I guess I would have cast, uh, you know, Steven Seagal and Nicole Kidman. Yep, I would have casted those guys um, in the film. And that's going to do it for uh for this episode uh next week i am gonna start reading my batman 89 graphic novel yep i'm gonna read the uh batman 89 graphic novel that came out uh, a couple years ago and um i'm going to read uh yeah i'm gonna be reading these chapters yeah i'm gonna be reading from the first chapter to the last chapter um and I'm going to be starting uh, next week with chapter one. So make sure that you all tune in for that. And also, as I mentioned before, on a Superhero Sunday, I am going to be uh, doing the, uh, the Incredible Hulk uh, first issue. Yep, I'm going to be reading the first issue of the Incredible Hulk original comic book. So make sure you tune in at 1 o'clock for that one. And yeah, that's pretty much it. Thank you all so much. And until then, later, masturbators.